Watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey Another episode of They Might Be Bronies. I'm Mikey, and with me, as always, is that little Chihuahua from the old Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But I came here not to talk about that. I was hoping we could talk about my book. Um, your book. All right, what was your book? It was called again. It was called uh, Yo Quiero More Respect. No, no. <laughs> that's the subtitle. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was. It was a very big <laughs> subtitle. It's called. Um, <laughs> It's called, uh, maybe God is a chilupa. (laughs) (laughs) It's a book of poetry about my findings uh, with the universe and uh, my place in it as a small talking chihuahua. And uh, I do not like you belittling me. Yes, there are many haikus about only being associated with Mexican food. But as you can see, my accent is very all over the place. So uh, maybe I'm just a small talking dog. You're right. And okay. I was stereotyped just because I'm a chihuahua. I'm sorry. Just because I'm a chihuahua? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. And uh, your poem, More Than a Quesarito, really resonated with me. Oh, really? Yes. You know, I wrote that under a moonlight beach uh, in uh, South America. Um, I'm French now, apparently. Yes. Uh, it was a beautiful night, and I was uh, having uh, making many, many loves to a little girl chihuahua. She wasn't a little like a not a little girl, like a little chihuahua, a girl chihuahua. This, I, oh boy, uh, I'm canceled, don't I? You really, you oh, really, you yeah, I mean, French, you no, I, came, into I just a wanted to say, yo quiero Taco Bell. That's <laughs> that's why I'm here. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> Matt, you, Whoa, what was that? It was a little chihuahua. He was like Spanish at first, but then all of a sudden he was French. It was crazy. Yeah, chihuahuas be like that, huh? Uh, I guess it must be hard to maintain an accent. That that was a little weird naked blur. That was very strange. Yeah, can I ask you something, Matt? Uh, sure. Have you ever had a quesarito? Uh, yeah. Have you really? Because I have it. You've never had a quesarito? I've never had a quesarito. Really? No. That they- was like my go-to at Taco Bell for a long time. What is it? It's a it's a burrito wrapped in a quesadilla. Like the beefy five layer. Uh it's not well, it's not the beefy. I think it's just like beef. It's not the it doesn't have all the stuff that that has. I think it was like beans and rice. Oh, now I don't remember exactly what was in it because I haven't gotten it in a while. Stopped because I got sick of it from overeating it. But yeah, no, it was like a burrito and then it's wrapped. Like a like a what's the other one? Cheesy gordita crunch. Or no. Um What's it called? Where they like put the cheesy quesadilla on the outside of the taco? The cheesy gordita crunch. It is the cheesy yeah. gordita crunch. It's like that, but with a burrito. Okay. That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's like the monster burrito at Filipinos. Yeah, 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 yeah kind of. It's, it's not as good as all that. I was very excited. I feel like with Taco Bell, when something first comes out, it's usually fire. And then if it stays on the menu for a while, somehow it like goes through this morph into like not being as um, unique tasting anymore like when i stopped getting it because after a while you buy it i couldn't even really taste or tell that there was a quesadilla around it 
like yeah. the melted cheese and stuff. So did you have their grilled cheese burrito? Probably. I, I got that. Like, I think this last year it was around. It was bomb, dude. It's just like a little burrito, but then they like put melted cheese. Just it's like a quesarito, but without the tortilla on the outside, like put the cheese on it. And then they like grill the cheese onto the outside of the burrito. So it's all greasy and Oh, no, I, I didn't have one of those. Oh, it's good. I missed that one. It's good. Now, have, you've had the fucking the, the quesadilla taco, right? The cheesy tortilla. Wait, what? The cheesy. The quesadilla taco where they like make a quesadilla, but then they make a taco with it, but it's like fucking greasy and disgusting. That Taco Bell? Yeah. I don't remember that. Disgusting and a I'm good thinking, way. Uh, they have the chalupa. Ch- Cheesy chalupa, though, right? Isn't that what that is? Or you're saying oh, that? I'm, I'm thinking that cheesy chalupa is what I'm thinking. No, I've had that. Mm. That's good. It's like a taco with a nice, warm, cheesy outer ring. Yeah, it is their greasiest. It's quite greasy. It is great. It's quite yummy. Um, What's the one thing at Taco Bell that you just you won't eat if someone gets it? Or not won't eat, but like it's the lowest on your list. I don't know. Because, like, I think for me, it's the, this might be controversial to some people because my wife, lo- this is her go-to item, but the Nachos Bel Grande. You don't like the Nachos Bel no, Grande? No, I like them. It's just, like, on the, it's, like, the lowest on my list. You know what I mean? Like, I'll eat pretty much everything else, and if I'm still hungry, someone has not, like, if there was Nachos Bel Grande right here and you got it for us to, like, share, I'd be eating it with you. Yeah. But it's not, like, because Taco Bell, it's all the same ingredients, just in different presentations, right? So, like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's just that wouldn't be, I don't know. It's just not my, dude, I want Del Taco. We need a Del Taco around here. Yeah. Like for real. Like I like Taco Bell, but when that's your only option and also like Mexican, good Mexican food. Like when we go back to yeah. San Diego and get that good fucking Mexican food. I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to being able to go to like fucking Albert Tacos and yeah. Diego's again. Yeah, me too, dude. We, we haven't even said that because we're, we're going to be relocating you and me back down to where we're from San Diego soon. Not that that affects the podcast, but I'm so excited for the Mexican food. You, yeah. you grow up around it and you, you don't realize like how integral and important it is until it, until it's gone. You know, you don't know what you had until you've lost it. I didn't know what I loved until it was not there to love. No, I, I was prepared. I, uh, that was the hardest goodbye when I left Southern California. I went through like a bad spat. Like I, the first year after we moved, every time we went down there, there was like the first year we'd go down for like a few days and the only food I would eat was taqueria food. And then like, by the time we're driving home, I'm like just all full and bloated and get, cause like literally we go like three days and I eat it for like a breakfast burrito for breakfast. Yep. And then I'm like, Hey, let's get some, carne soda fries for lunch and how oh, California burrito for dinner, you know, like, yeah. and then like, I would always would get up and I always remember every drive home that year. I just remember like you get up early. So I didn't get my morning shit and then be driving. And like, that doesn't affect me <coughs> most of the time if I'm active, but when I'm like full of Mexican food like that, yeah. I'd just be having to shit really bad the whole drive home and be all bloated and achy. And I think in my subconscious, I thought that if I overrate, on the taqueria food that I might get sick of it and not want it anymore. And, and maybe the love would be lost, but it didn't happen. It's too good. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, too good. Fucking, it's just really good. It's so food. good. Can you turn up the headphones a little bit? Um, what's your 
go-to spot that you're excited to go back to? Um, fucking Albert Tacos. Albert Tacos. Diego. Yeah. yeah. Diego, is Diego's the one that was next to Albert Tacos? No, Diego's the one that's in fucking Oceanside that is, is like right down the street from where I was living. I guess I don't know Diego's. Diego's, yeah, it's like right off fucking Coast Highway. Huh? Can't wait to try it. Yeah. I used to go to Air... Was it? They Air, have like no, fries. They, no, there's Diego's. a Phillies right there off North Coast Highway too, right? There's a Philbertos. Off North Coast Highway? I could be wrong. This is riveting for anyone outside of the... <laughs> North County, San Diego area. No, Truly not North, it. not North County Highway. Uh, fucking Coast Highway. Yeah, the one hundred and one. Isn't there a Philbertos right there? Or am I thinking of Airbertos? They got bomb carne asada fries. I know that. We used to Lauren when Lauren would be. We were all into like Pam's shop. There's that spiritualist shop right there. It was right next to her shop. Remember? Yeah. And we'd all be going to the shop and like doing like the moon meditations and ticking around with crystals and cards and all that stuff. And then we'd go over and get like just nasty eating a fuck ton of carne asada fries. Ooh, good times. So you going to let that thing ring? Uh, I'm not going to take it all the way out because I'm worried. Because I'm worried like the smell. I'm worried about that too. Yeah. So I appreciate it. You were given news recently that you're allowed to walk again, right? Um, Not walk, but like be partially weight bearing, which I don't understand how that fucking works. Cause like I got like, I got like fucking the first time when it first happened, he's like talking about, you can't put any weight on it. Cause you'll break the screws. I'm like, I'll break the screws. Like, yeah, you'll break the screws. Cause they fucking put screws in my ankle. Aren't they like steel or something like that? Yeah. He, yeah. And then this time I was all like, Oh fucking, but I, you said I'd break the screws. And he's like, dude, that's surgical steel. You're not going to break those screws. Really? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wow. Inconsistencies. Yeah. This guy got a PhD a in P- being a lying jerk. PhD and PH bullshit. PH balances P- off. Yeah. Unbalance. Yeah. He needs to fucking get some... Um. He's a doctor with a PH. <laughs> he needs a penthouse <laughs> on both coasts. Hell yeah. It's a God damn, we're funny. That's a childish <laughs> Gambino reference. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, do you, when you watch Childish Gambino, uh, do you ever think of community? Like, just put it in your mind, like you're watching him be Childish Gambino, then you just imagine him in community. Like with his cup of his cup of coffee, all no, smiley. No, no. Whenever I think of Childish Gambino or Donald Glover or his career at all, what was his name in Community? Um, uh, Troy. Troy. Troy and Abed. Troy. Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> um, no, when I think of of Donald Glover, anytime it goes back to fucking Derek Comedy. Derek hmm. Comedy was this thing he did on YouTube before he's like before he got a Community and shit. That actually grew in the, like, he and his comedy troupe made a movie together. Oh, that's sick. Called Mystery Team. But it's, like, the weirdest comedy bits. But I love them. They're fucking hilarious. They have, like, Diary of a Mad Hatter. And huh. it's, like, this guy who's, like, doing the uh, fucking old old way of uh, hatting from, like, the 1900s or whatever. But, like, because of what it was, it would, like, fucking poison them. And that's where you get, like, the Mad Hatter. He Like, he the, the Hatter went mad. Because of the poison they were ingesting from all the all the stuff in the hats, yeah. Huh. And so I don't know. It was just like this fun little comedy bit about a guy doing that in the present. 
I whenever I think of Donald Glover, I for a long time I would mistake him with uh oh fuck, what's his name? The other Glover. Danny Glover? Danny No, no, is it? From Lethal Weapon? Yes. Yeah, Danny Glover. Danny Glover, okay. For the longest time, I don't know why, because I was watching like community, like I knew the actor Donald Glover, like as a person, but I guess I didn't realize, like, I didn't in my head have his name internalized. So when people would mention Donald, Donald Glover, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'm really aware of old actors and you know what I mean? Like <laughs> completely <laughs> unaware. You weren't, you weren't hip with the times. But like, I- yeah, he was great with uh, Bruce Willis or no, was that Lethal Weapon? No. No, I'm dude, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's right. The Passion Man. You, you really aren't. Apparently not. The, aware I've, of old actors. Apparently not. I've seen all those old movies too. Well, not in a long time. My dad made me watch them a lot when I was a kid. So like it's, you've seen them all, but they all sit in your mind. Like we were talking about Rocky last week. Like I've seen them to that movie that I saw, but like they don't really hold that much memory in my brain, you know? Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. It was pretty cool that we talked about Rocky in the last episode, and then we sat down and watched this episode and a got fucking, a fucking Rocky montage. <laughs> well, a training montage. Yeah, it was perfect, though. Yeah, it was pretty sick. And I loved the way it ended. It ended with a fucking 2.3. Yeah. <laughs> which led to one to led to my favorite line in the entire thing, which is like, she's Fluttershy's like, how would you, because like Rainbow Dash is like, yeah. oh, fucking... It's okay. That's really good. And she's like, "How would you feel if everybody else was flying at a ten and I'm fly- and you're flying at a two point five? And Spike's like, "Actually, it was a two point three. Yeah, that was great. Sorry, that was no, yeah. no, that's fine. That I loved that. And then in Rainbow Dash too, because like that's the perfect way for her to relay it to Rainbow Dash. Imagine if you were there, like, oh yeah, Rainbow Dash's face. She's like, oh fuck, <laughs> that that wouldn't happen to me. Yeah." <laughs> Because Rainbow relate. Dash, Rainbow Dash, her shit goes to eleven. Fucking eight, literally, yeah, literally. She flew at eleven right off the bat. Yeah, it was pretty good. Did you like this episode? Um, yeah. Oh, it'd be so funny if you just said no. Um, no, no not at all. No, absolutely not, not. That one moment was great. The rest of it just <laughs> garbage. Fucking horrible. Just I hated a it. pure dumpster uh, fire. Ah. Uh, uh, for anyone curious, our Arizona sweet tea, our Arizona today is the sweet tea. Our Arizona <laughs> sweet tea, tea is the, the Arizona sweet tea. Is the Arizona sweet tea. And it's the uh, real blue brewed Southern style. Is there multiple sweet teas? Um, oh, there's the owner of Palmer, I guess. I don't know. Well, technically it's all tea. No, there's not multiple sweet, sweet teas. Arizona tea. I always like this one. This one was always my favorite. It's a good, good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Real brood, as opposed to that fake ass brood shit. Yeah, from the other states. Teas. Cal- Can you imagine? Like Arizona iced tea seems like it wouldn't be the thing. Like you, you, when you think of tea and iced tea, you think it'd be like one of the southern states that decides to market and sell teas everywhere that everyone loves. Arizona is not what I expected. How so? Like I don't know. I don't think of iced tea as a thing in the state of Arizona. I'm sure it's delicious and they make great iced tea, but you know, you think of like iced tea, like when I was in, um, I've been to Florida one time and when I was in Florida, everywhere we went, almost everywhere you go to sit down and people would bring you an iced tea, like, and a water when you sat down, 
or just sometimes an iced tea and no water. This was uh, Naples, Florida. So it was maybe it might have been more of a resort town, like more leisurely. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was very bizarre. So like I've always associated, you know, iced tea with the South, I guess. Yeah. But no, that makes Arizona, total sense. Although Arizona is not as bad as if it was like California iced tea. I don't know if anyone would consider California the state for iced tea. California is iced tea with like it's steeped with weed. That'd be sick. Yeah, okay, never mind. I stand corrected. Sick in that it like tastes terrible. <laughs> oh, this tastes like shit, but I okay. can't stop drinking. Okay, real quick. I went looking for it. Uh, Arizona is manufactured for Arizona beverages in Woodbury, New York. What? And uh, I, do you ever shake your Arizona before you drink it? Does it say to? It says shake well. Oh, it does. Well, it must be not that important if they put it way down on the bottom underneath the ingredients. It's a big deal. You think they put it at the front? Yeah, I don't I don't shake it. Huh. I shake everything too. Like I shake milk. Why? Why do you shake milk? Because milk can separate and shit. So like when I pull it out of the fridge, I just not like not like crazy. I just kinda Shake you, just to stir it up a little bit. When milk separates, do you like sit there and do you take a second to smell it before you shake it, or do you see it separate and just start shaking it? Well, no. If I see it separate, I smell it. Okay. It's just that I know that it separates. Okay, this is one of my weird OCD things because you lived with me, so like one of the things I do that Chelsea still doesn't understand is like even if if I grab a glass like out of a cupboard, even if it's clean, I know it's clean. It's, my mom does this too. I don't know why it's built into me. I have to rinse it before I use it. It's just like a weird cleanliness thing. And I don't really know. Like it's a weird one too because if someone went and got me a drink and brought it to me, I wouldn't second think it yeah. at all. Yeah. But if I'm grabbing it, I've done that here at your house too. <laughs> like, and I just like I just have to rinse it. I don't really know exactly why. You do do that. You do that all yeah. the fucking time. And I shake the fucking... Uh, and I shake the fucking milk just because, you know, I want you, that fresh, fresh milkiness. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's like sour cream. When you open a new tub of sour cream, um, you should stir that shit. You should give that shit a really good stir. A new one? Yeah, like you get a tub of sour cream and you open it and like you like go to get the dollop and it's all like fucking big and it's like a big chunk. Yeah, it's, it's a like, little stiff when you first open it. Isn't yeah, it? you fucking you go and you just give that entire thing a good stir and it's and it's almost creamy. It's smooth. It's sour cream. It is sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> I never think to do that with sour cream. I always I do it if after like the second time I use it and every other time after that, but yeah. I, for some reason I never do it the first time. Me I I would never do it huh. until fucking one day. I just like why don't I do that? Have you ever thought about sticking your dick in a tub of sour cream? All the time. Right? There's <laughs> got to be something interesting about that feeling. Like that creaminess and the cold mm-hmm. when it's cold. Especially like when you first open it though. Yeah. And it's all like kind of like it's kind of stiff. Because that first time you kind of break the seal. There's like a surface pressure it, thing there. Yeah. You, you, you kind of want to be the one to puncture. Yeah, I get you. Okay. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. That's good. You ever stick your dick in peanut butter? Only when your dog's around. Oh. That's not, I'm joking. That's, I'm joking. I'm, I don't put my dick in peanut butter for dog's sake. Yeah. I do it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
I stick my dick in the peanut. I just see you stick the dick in the peanut butter and then like just like walking up to the counter and slapping your dick on a piece of bread and just like throwing some PP and J, throwing some jelly on there, putting it on the other side. You ever you ever put your dick you in fuck a the sandwich? No, you you're, you're, the sandwich is the fuck. <laughs> you ever you ever put your dick in the coconut and shake it all about? It's not it's not as small as a lime. What? Oh, let's put the lime in the coconut and call me in the morning. Put the sh- it shake it all in the coconut. Is this a reference I'm not getting? It's a song. You put the lime in the coconut and do, 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 but and I don't stir re- it all up. Is that, that one, what it is? I think so. I'm in the coconut. Yeah. No, I've never put my dick in a coconut. I think of it often, though. Have you ever seen like an actual live action coconut in person? Have yes. you ever met a coconut? You met a coconut? Yeah. Is you never really- seen a coconut in person? No. Where, where the fuck do you see a coconut? The store? Yeah. What store do you the go groceries, to? The same one you go to when they're in season, you can buy one there. Also, I went to Hawaii and they had a lot of coconuts there. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I have seen one here in California. Isn't it weird? You ever think about that? Like when you live down South and in, in San Diego, there's palm trees everywhere. Yeah. But they don't grow coconuts. Cause they're not real palm trees. They're palm dates. What? They're date trees. They're going on dates. Yes. They like, they, <laughs> they don't go to third base. They just go to first. No, they, uh, that's a palm date tree. Pretty sure. Like, you know, the fruit, the dates, I don't know why we're not like eating dates all the time out there, but uh, palm date tree. I'll show you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you, baby boy. You can be like, oh, baby boy. These kind of palm trees, yeah, are date trees. All those little like bits that grow every now and then. I think they have a lot, like a long life. They don't. Are- I'm not there. I don't think they're yearly. Although I don't know. Um. That's a date tree too. Like those, dude. Dates are fucking great. Yeah, I never knew that. That's awesome. I don't know why. I wonder if they're. I didn't know this. Palm trees aren't. I always thought they were like natural to Southern California, they're but not. they're not. They were like brought there, and it just happens to be perfect climate for it. Which might be why that they're not always like covered in dates or coconuts. Where were they brought from? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Can we bring the coconut ones over? Let's see. I know that eucalyptus trees in Southern California, because there's eucalyptus trees everywhere. Fucking like Australia, like the government, some government in Australia like convinced California to buy a bunch of <laughs> eucalyptus trees. There's some weird ass story. <laughs> uh, trees in San Diego. Hey, San hey Diego. California. Cali- Oi, California. Hey, you're going to love these. Uh, trust me there, bye. It, uh, most common palm summer. I, I can't find the specifics. Palm trees, not native, not native. No, it's like that's a really a thing, and that's like a contributing factor to the fires. Like, remember when the San Diego was like on fire like every freaking year for a while? Yeah. Um, there was like a whole thing that came out that was like San Diego County bought all these eucalyptus trees and. The eucalyptus trees are notoriously known for having this 30 year dry period where they're suddenly very high fire threat. <laughs> okay. Shit. And, yeah. And so like they fucking, yeah, 30 years after they like brought all these and planted all these eucalyptus trees in San Diego, then we started having fucking fires. Everywhere. Boy, 
we're going to give these Californians a Trojan horse. That's, why, that's a terrible Australian. <laughs> a like Trojan that. horse. Hey, hey, mate, we're, we're Australians. Uh, you just got to do English, but like ghetto, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do it, but you're right. But no, it's a Trojan horse. You think at some point all of the eucalyptus trees are going to open and a bunch of Australians are going to no, pop out? No, no, that was the wrong. That was the wrong <laughs> metaphor. But it's like they're we're going to give them this thing that's going to fucking destroy them from the inside. <laughs> no, so that works kind of with the Trojan horse. Yeah, I can't find it. I swear I saw a thing that palm trees aren't native to California, but could be wrong. I can't find it. And if the internet can't find it, then it didn't really happen. Do you think that's possible, dude? What do you think the Australians? Um, it's a conspiracy, and they fucking they purposely gave California eucalyptus trees, trying to burn down California. Um, you think they're just playing a long con? Yeah, hmm. they want to like burn down California and be all like, "Hey, U.S. government, Bur- California is fucking useless. It's all burnt down. All the fucking eucalyptus trees. Why don't you just sell us California <laughs> at a small at a reduced oh. rate? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll buy you up." For uh, <laughs> for a low price, and then, and then and Lex Luthor comes remember out of nowhere. Remember, thirty years ago when we offered to buy you for a billion dollars, well, now we'll offer you twenty million because you're on fire. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Be pretty smart on their end, except uh, for how stupid it is. All right, then you just rebuild. <laughs> Get all the eucalyptus trees out of there. <laughs> all the Australians, <laughs> we're going to build back better. <laughs> Real happy happy cows come from California. No more big ass terrifying spiders. <laughs> hey, guess who's getting out the app back? No more snakes for us. We're going to LA, baby. We should probably talk about this fucking episode. I guess. I wish they were Australian horses. Do you think there's a horse Australia? That's yes, and I think time. and I think that's the name. I think it's named think it's Horse Australia. That obvious? Horse Australia. Yeah. Hmm. And then, like, Spike makes some, like, really inappropriate joke about, like, oh, all the ponies there are whores. Oh, because he's like, it was, it was, once it was a, uh, it was a prison, prison island. He sent all the whores there for breaking the whore law. Okay, we'll talk about the episode. (laughs) I'm in a weird mood tonight. All right. This episode that we watched today was called, well, it was episode 22, and it was called Hurricane Fluttershy. That's right. We were wrong about it being hurricane attacking the American Southeast. Yeah. But I do think... I thought uh, thought we were really close with that one. Yeah, I think at one point I did see Princess Celestia going overhead, though, in in an airplane. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, but you loved this episode. It was your new favorite. You came a whole bunch in a real jar just to try and show, you know, express the love that you find for it within. Is that correct? No, it was more like, because I didn't really care for the first half of it. But then, like, as this, as the story kept building and building, mm-hmm. um, by the end of the story, like, I was kind of like, I, I got a good, I got a good little bit off, you know? Like, I didn't shoot ropes <laughs> and ropes. But I got, like, At least got you hard. Yeah. I, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was a slow burn, you know? Sure, sure. But, like, not in a building kind of way. I feel like I can relate to that, actually, because, like, rewatching it the second time, yeah, the first, like, half, I just didn't feel all that invested Um, just because it was about, well, I mean, not that, that, because it was entertaining enough. I was making some notes and all that stuff, but it was, like, just not 
the it didn't have the same quick pace as some of the other episodes yeah. have, you know, where I just, ha, oh, ha, ha, ooh, wee, ha, ha. But, it just, built, but it builds nicely into a quick well, pace at the end. it was very focused. Yeah. You knew exactly what it was about. You knew exactly where it was going right off the bat. So I think that's that's where it was worth. And it was a nice change up. Mm. So, And like once I actually got into it and it's like you're seeing this thing take place and you realize like, oh, they, they, they are actually like fucking making a hurt a fucking tornado to suck up water like a straw and spit it somewhere else like that concept's really fucking cool yeah, that's, that's really interesting. interesting it's like a it's like they they make like a vacuum yeah it's effect it's like some giant dick can go in it and really enjoy it except the dick is the water yeah and it gets moved the uh, no the tornado the tornado is the dick oh and it shoots its load of water see that's why you're here Mikey that's why you're here you perfect the metaphor yeah you really that's incredible I love it now I can't not think of that whole scene of it shooting the water as a giant penis shooting a load of of semen yeah and uh, it's beautiful so thank you. Speaking so it, <laughs> speaking of not being able to not think about something in the Discord, somebody set, put a fucking uh, meme where it's like the skin inside of our mouth oh, is yeah. the same skin as the inside of a vagina. Yeah, and all week I can't stop thinking about like I have like a pussy hole on my head. Um, if you like, I can try and do a comparison for you. You have a vagina? No. <laughs> But I know what one feels like with my penis. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, uh, 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 uh. uh, uh, okay, okay. So it makes you wonder what a butthole feels like, right? I mean, I've had sex with buttholes, sure, of course, naturally. But it does make you wonder, like, is what's the skin <laughs> in the butthole for? You know, pooping. Well, I know, I know what it's for. You're right. I worded that wrong. But comparatively to a cheek, it's like the outside of a cheek. It's uh, not, dude, just not very put, wet. Put a finger up there and give it some feels. And then put the finger in your mouth and then put your finger in a vagina and then in a butthole and then a mouth. That's the really only the only way you can really compare. Yeah, you got to start with the butthole too. And then you got to go you think from starting the, with the butthole. You got to Yeah, no, it's like you said, you put your finger in the butthole and then you put it in your mouth. Dry. Yeah. You don't want to put because like if you get your finger wet before you put it into a butthole, like what if a butthole is not naturally wet? That's a good point. You know, okay. So the only way you can get a true comparison that is to go butthole, mouth, then vagina, and then use a different finger, so that you're not using a finger wet from a mouth and or a vagina. Because yeah, because unless you're going to dry, I guess you can dry off your hand every time. But then who wants to waste that time? You have two hands with ten fingers, and and ten tests. I mean that's science. Yeah, ten to compare. <laughs> If nine out of ten it feels comparable, then you got data. That's data collection, you know. So yeah. Okay, I think I'll try that. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had sex with a butt? Um, I don't butt sex and tell. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Me, me neither. I mean, 
obviously I've had lots of butt sex, but yeah, you know, um, where were we fucking this up? Speaking of butt sex, <laughs> this episode starts with uh, Rainbow Dash flying through the sky, uh, announcing that there will be a butt sex meeting in at the library uh, for Pegasus only. Yeah, all the Pegasi, which I didn't know is a plural of Plague Pegasus. Yeah. All the Pegasi get together for the butt, butt uh, sex meeting. Yeah, Fluttershy, though, uh, noticeably res- like uh, uneasy about the butt sex meeting when it got to her. Yeah. Like, right off the bat, when like, you. Like she has a bad history with butt sex. I got that impression, too, um, just from the way that she wasn't really into it or interested in doing it. So I, th- I think you might be right. Or maybe she's never done it. Maybe she's a butt sex virgin. She's afraid of because she, she doesn't know what to expect. Okay. Fluttershy. I can relate. Take a finger and put it in your butt. <laughs> and then put it in, in your mouth. mouth. And then in a <laughs> vagina. <laughs> nice callback. Thanks. Um, uh, where were we? So, so the <laughs> Rainbow Dash is calling a big ass meeting. <laughs> Only Pegasus. She's dropping fucking flyers like she's fucking uh, <clears throat> like it's a war zone, dropping leaflets or some shit. Mm. Um, yeah, everyone's meeting at the what you say the library at Twilight's house. They did it. Yeah, because yeah. Spike was running the projector terribly. Um, he's a fucking dragon. Leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He has the most opposable thumbs of all of them, though. That's true. He should be nailing this. Yeah, he should be nailing it. Uh, that's, I mean, that's like, yeah. Then, then we have the meeting we go to there at night. Rainbow Dash brings everyone in. She's collecting everyone. And then she realized some realized she counts very quickly. No, no Fluttershy. Where the fuck are you? Right. And I'm not surprised that Twilight can do that. That's no, it was like Rainbow Dash. Oh, it was Rainbow that. Dash did yeah. that. It, well, th- that doesn't that surprise you- me too much either though, because I think she really has a passion for being a Pegasus. Yeah, she, that shows you just how committed Rainbow Dash is to what's going on right here. She's probably already done the math with Twilight to figure out if they yeah. can fucking beat the record. So that's why Twilight's there. Twilight's that's why Rainbow Dash because Rainbow Dash wouldn't usually ask Twilight to help with yeah. this. Well, if she thinks they can get over a thousand, then you think they must have at least a hundred ponies, though. If she wants everyone to break ten, and at that point where everyone is, she's like, "We're gonna fucking destroy this record." Yeah. And did you notice that like the record for last year was seven fifty or some shit? And that like she's projecting, she's trying. It was she's like, like nine fifty because they got to break eight hundred to take the water up. But she's projecting it way higher. I know what you're yeah, saying. She, but she it like looks like it should be a thousand more. The graph was like fucking way more than yeah. last year. Yeah, it's it's weird. Although I think that they were also over, overly confident because at the end, eight Pegasus were out and they only got to 800 with Fluttershy. So with eight out, each with 10 wing power, that's only 80. So that's only like 880. They wouldn't have done it then. Yeah. So I don't know. But at the same time, like Fluttershy by herself went in there and you saw how much more power it shot up. Uh, five. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. But that's what I'm saying. If each one was registering 10, then in theory, 80. So it just doesn't seem, I don't know. Optimism, I guess, is key here. Yeah. As we all, as every brony knows, Rainbow Dash is a half jar, half full kind of pony. (laughs) Oh, Uh, oh, oh. oh. (laughs) (laughs) And cooked a hot half. Yeah. Um, Anyways. So she she goes outside and Fluttershy like she goes up to a tree. I loved the way Fluttershy was well, hiding. We missed some. We missed we missed Ooh. the pony. What pony? The pony with like the uh, fucking dump the weight on his ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pegasus meeting. 
<laughs> or she, I don't know, I don't know what this pony is, but or like he or she, they, yeah, uh, they just keep coming back yeah. throughout the. Yeah! <laughs> I really want to know. They never showed us what his their wind speed was. Yeah, because like I don't know if you caught it, but he's like the tiniest little. I swear to God, <laughs> I fucking met, wings like like the fucking like the the Valentine baby when they have the tiny wings. Yeah, and just kind of like flopping along in the air. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I picture this. They pony. don't show him in the hurricane or anything. They yeah. specifically only use him for that, which is a bummer because I'd love to see him little like hummingbird wings buzzing around <laughs> that'd be fucking sick yeah i liked that 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 pony i'm gonna i'm gonna i know i'm just gonna say dude that mm. dude whenever I refer to it so i'm just gonna fucking yeah. put out put that out there but dude can mean multiple things um what happens so we find fluttershine her hiding spot yes which as you said was a tree <laughs> a fucking tree and not in the way you think you're like oh she's hiding in a tree and then she pops up <laughs> and the whole fucking like top of the tree is on her head <laughs> and she's at like two feet of trunk around her yeah. body she, ha- she had eye holes cut out so she could see rainbow dash coming <laughs> yeah it was quite dumb i loved it rainbow dash forces her in they go into the library and they start the like 1950s PSA projector yeah. thing. Like, what does it mean to be a Pegasus? Well, let me tell you. So you've got wings. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad, but wings can be normal for certain ponies. It's fucking hilarious if they go in there, turn it on. And like, so you're a young, growing Pegasus. You might have noticed some new things happening with your body. Like. <laughs> When you start to fly, the wind hitting your genitals makes them swell. Damn it, Spike, you grabbed the wrong wrong one. This is from my personal collection, Spike. (laughs) No, it's it's explaining to us as viewers that um, apparently the Pegasi are key, not just like, I mean, we know that they move rain clouds and shit, but apparently they literally pull the rain. So like, there's like just no evaporating or something. Well, maybe there is, but like. I'm I'm curious. Do you think the weather it must operate on its own naturally to an extent? It's got to be that the Pegasus just have a little more control, right? So, like, if you have a farmland or whatever, just like humans, they can kind of, they can control where the rain goes and like rain. They can control adding rain and adding sun and all that stuff. Yeah, but, that's the job of the Pegasus, the Pegasi. No, no, but I'm saying like it must not be they control it innately. Like they have they, at, at all times, like the dragons and shit that live out in the wilderness, like the Pegasus are take care of their weather. So they must live kind of like we do where the weather just kind of happens. Yeah. They probably like live with it where the weather just kind of happens. And then as they need it, they can alter it so that it's sunny on a certain day yeah. or it's raining on a certain day. Although apparently humans are now fucking altering the weather. Have you heard about this shit? Yeah. Fucking China's got that machine that like makes it rain. No, that, that's and still- NASA's got one too, I think. That's like that's a hasn't that been a thing like fucking um I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting into at. the air to like make Cam, it rain. You're talking about chemtrails and you're talking about how they're poisoning all of us. Yeah, okay, let's no, go that's down not, this rabbit hole. That's not what I'm talking <laughs> about at all. The government <laughs> No, but like like that's that's a thing that's been happening for a long time. That was a plot of a movie where it's like uh weaponizing they have like this machine that weapon Batman begins. It was Batman begins the machine that like the government is weaponizing the weather. Yeah, that's true. And they're like, they're sucking all the fucking, it's just weird to see it all like that. You've been rumored for a while, but now there's like videos because of fucking 
the internet and shit. Yeah. It's just weird to see. I just find it strange. It feels like we are playing God, but I don't know that it fucks with anything. I don't know. I worry about altering the, new, the we- yeah altering weather patterns. I, not I, gonna fuck with. I don't. Anything. I don't know. Like it, I, I can almost see like okay, this is how rain works. If we make that process happen, then that's probably not too fucking around with it. This whole talk lately about like blocking out the sun for to help with climate change. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> But it, that that worries me. Like that was a joke in Simpsons. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like we could agree that maybe something has to be done with climate change. But like blocking out the sun feels like a very extreme measure. <laughs> how the fuck would you? I'd like to see how. I'd like to see proposals on how they might do it. I'm Fu- curious. Futurama did it. Do you remember? Futurama was made by the same people yeah, that no, made I Simpsons. Know. Well, they created that, by. They have that one where they're trying to fight global warming and the future or whatever and it's like for a thousand years they just dropped an ice it's, cube into the ocean it's the episode with the turtle right yes and they're at the symposium to like propose ways to stop it and one of the scientists is like i propose a giant mirror to block out the sun and they like put the giant mirror up and then it gets hit with a little asteroid and like tilts over yeah. and shoots a giant laser beam into the earth yeah, pretty fucking dumb. That was fantastic. Um, where were we? Uh, so the the Pegasi. So we learned that the Pegasi control the weather by like they take up uh, water reservoirs and to the sky and then make rain clouds and whatever. And this year they chose Ponyville. Yeah, their reservoir. It's so their it's turn. on the Ponyville Pegasi. So now we kind of know why they don't all. So apparently, because like they're all like they must have been born in Cloudsdale, but they don't live in Cloudsdale. But like. We've seen Pegasus born outside of Cloudsdale, so I guess it's not worth getting into those intricacies, but maybe it just so happens that Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy were born in Cloudsdale. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So they're picked, and they're going to do it. And like you said, last year, Philadelphia had a wind speed of like 950 or something like that, and they're going to fucking beat it. Uh, So... That's like the new record, and they're going to beat it, blah, 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 blah. And this is where we get the little foreshadowing where Thunder... What's his name? Thundercock? Um, Thunderlane. Thunderlane. Coughs. Like, ah, no, no, getting sick, you prick. Yep. <laughs> like exactly okay. how it happened. As soon as that happened, uh, I think we all kind of knew it was going to happen, right? Um, yeah, so we get the... the as, as Obviously, the fucking thing goes out. The projector shuts off because Spike fucks it up, and then that's when we get all the breakdowns from rainbow dash and uh yeah so she's fucking really serious about beating their score yeah rainbow dash is fucking hyped uh and taking the lead so that's cool she's see what happens next so, so then she goes out to get fluttershy out well, no, of the they, tree they like the training ground first and then and then she goes to the tree why is she so determined to get make fluttershy participate you think because she needs all the wing power. Because she needs all the wing power she can get and Fluttershy's wing power. So, like, it makes sense for, like, Rainbow Dash to just want every pony there. She needs every yeah. pony on deck. I, I will that's s- the best way to fucking yeah. win. I will say I do I do appreciate that Rainbow Dash throughout this all and her desires to beat the score was realizing when she was pushing too hard and trying to be a good friend. I do realize I like that because at one point she's like, okay, that's fine. Fluttershy. We'll just do it without you and just go to leave. And that's when Fluttershy's like, okay, wait. Yeah. I'll do it. I did love this scene though. When Fluttershy's fucking faking being sick. 
she, what does she say? I got the pony pox or whatever. And, um, and Rainbow Dash yeah. fucking oh, just hoses only, her down. Yeah, one way to cure that. Good night's rest. <laughs> fucking cold water, bitch. Yeah. Oh, it's all cleared up. Good to go. Uh, and then, like, yeah, like we said, she convinces her to fucking um, go be a part of it after giving up on her. And uh, that's when Fluttershy, that's when we go back to the fucking um, training area. And we got Twilight and Spike there. And they've got that machine. And we get a classic. What I wrote something down here. What was it? Um, oh, I had a question. Do you, do you think you didn't have any issues with Fluttershy's thing? Because like apparently she can dive and maybe that's Rainbow. why Rainbow Dash wants her. Because she knows she can fucking fly hard if she needs to. Because mm. um, she saves a baby bird or whatever. But then she says that it's like performance based. Like she can't perform in front of others. No, no, I, I can understand that. You can relate to that. Because, like, because, um, no, there's absolutely a difference. Because, like, when you see a baby animal in trouble and, like, you're got, you got to rescue it, that's, like, instinct taking yeah. over. That's you being like, oh, shit, and there is no th- nothing else around me. I need to get this done. Yeah. But when, you, uh, when you're going out and there's a bunch of people around, it's like, um, it's like running better by yourself or and then running worse when you're, like, at a fucking track meet or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. In my mind, I was kind of like, well, if we need the water and they need to get up there, isn't this kind of one of those like, well, yeah, it's not, I guess it's not the same level of an emergency, but I don't know. She has trouble performing for others, so we know she doesn't have an oily fans. Yeah, because it's like uh, worst, because worst comes to worst. Um, well, she can still have an OnlyFans because she's not really performing. She's just hanging out for the OnlyFans. But worst <laughs> comes to worst, they can just get some ponies from like fucking the next town over to come over and help with getting the sh- the water up. You yeah, know? that's true. It's not. I the had end that of the thought world. at the end when they're like doing it, and they're only five away, and they're like, "Oh no, we're not going to be able to do it." It's like you got a motherfucking Wonderbolt there. Yeah, right. You get five wind power. That dude can't handle that. Like, just hop in if it's about getting the water and not about fucking beating the score. Yeah, I think it's about the score. Yeah, well, for Rainbow Dash, it clearly is. So, anyways, we go back to the training ground and um, Twilight's there being Twilight. Yeah, they, they got uh, the machine that can like track how yeah. fast and how hard their fucking wing power is. Yeah, but she explains it like Twilight. So they got to ask Spike and he just exp- <laughs> it measures how fast you're going. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is oh, yeah. Then, like, fucking there's a cough again, and they think it's Thunderdick. And it's Butterforth. Yeah, whatever her name was. But, like, why are they so convinced? We don't know anything about this dude, but why are they so convinced this dude doesn't want to be a part of the tornado? Like, they just all assume, like, no, he just tried to get fucking out of it no, again. No, I don't think it's they all assume. I think Rainbow Dash assumes, and Twilight doesn't know anything, any of these Pegasi. Oh, uh, maybe. So she's, she's just, just kind of like, on board. all right, Rainbow Dash clearly knows everybody here. <laughs> I'm new to town, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, so that's when we, and he goes first and, and kills it, breaking fucking 10, or it was like nine something, almost 10. Rainbow Dash goes and fucking bowls an 11, and then everyone starts going, they start fucking training, and everyone's all fucking hyped. Yeah. And then fucking everybody gets down to it. And then it's Fluttershy's turn. Yeah. And Rainbow Dash is like, all right, go ahead, Fluttershy. Fucking blow us away. And Fluttershy starts going at a moderate pace. And a couple ponies start laughing at her. And then she shuts down and like barely moves at yeah. all. Yeah. 0.5. You tell her. No, you tell her. No, you tell her. <laughs> that was really good, Fluttershy. Uh, 
Yeah, um, but this breaks her heart. 0.5. She's pissed. Fluttershy. Yeah, I runs off. Very okay. heartbroken. Oh shit! I wrote it down. Hang on. By the way, I think it's really cute that Fluttershy has stage fright, and that's her problem in this episode. I wrote. That, <laughs> I actually wrote that down on here. I'm like, oh, Fluttershy has stage fright. <laughs> um, but it feels like it makes sense though. Yeah. Of all the ponies. Yeah, no, but it's like, I thought it was really fucked up and like really sad because um, Rainbow Dash is sitting there like, you're not just going to let this stop you, right? She's like, I am going to let this stop me. I don't have the courage to fucking. Yeah. To, she says that. She's like, she just, I don't, I just don't have the courage. And then she goes and cries to all her fucking forest critters. Yeah. I love the moment with her and Rainbow Dash because like the music gets all like, like, I was like, it, it turned into a telenovela. Yeah. Real quick, the music gets all <laughs> intense, and she's like, I just don't have the courage. I can't, Rainbow Dash. And Rainbow Dash is like, no, mi amor, you just need to believe in yourself. Like, I believe in you. Like, yeah. No, and she runs off, and she seeks solace with all of her little critter friends under a beautiful tree. Uh, and they tell her that she's got to, she can't give up on herself, basically. Um they tell her you have to believe in yourself like you told us to believe in ourselves. Yeah. And then the training montage ensues, which was a great training montage, in my opinion. First of all, I love <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, no, I love because what are all the fucking the critters wearing? They're all wearing the fucking masks of the different ponies, pony masks. which is great. <laughs> I loved that. I also just loved the way. She was training a lot, like trying to zip past a dandelion. Yeah. You know, like, and couldn't even get the fucking seeds. And she gets better at it. She's like, she loses in a game of tug of war to a butterfly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like as and like as a montage slowly goes on and you see her getting more confident around the fucking critters, all more and more critters wearing pony masks. Yeah. Um she gets better and better at a certain point. She sucks a tear back yeah. into her fucking eye. Talk, I got to say, Angel really stepped it up in this episode. Yeah. Angel I, I wasn't fucking, sure he would be there for her after the last couple episodes with him. Angel really seems to have gotten his fucking shit together. Something, something made a difference or clicked in him, I guess. Yeah. So she finally starts. She's able to beat the butterflies at tug of war and blow the dandelions. Um, and she's fucking she's blowing the dandelion. Yeah, yeah. It's just like my only fans. It's not performing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, okay. So you got all these whole only fans fans. So you can, you can masturbate in front of a crowd of them, right? Like, no, that's performing. Yeah. Just on a, on a camera in, in my room though. That's different. She so, can, <laughs> she can masturbate by herself, but not in a group. Yeah. Makes sense. Can you, you think you could masturbate in a group? Um, once but that was a long time ago <laughs> could you okay could you masturbate okay this is the big question you got like you're hanging out two or three chicks that you're hanging out with start masturbating like go ahead mikey let's all just masturbate together you joining in um i don't know depends on the chicks the situation what's going on where we're at but maybe probably probably okay better than maybe Okay. Not, out. I don't want to sit there and initiate like, oh, I'm going to masturbate. You should all join in. You're not going to Louis C.K. I'm not going <laughs> to Louis C.K. 
How about uh, a couple of guys, a couple of your borough friends just hanging out? It's like, you know what? I'm going to roll one out. Yeah, I'm going to roll one out too. Mike, you want to roll one yeah. out with us? Again, I'm not going to initiate them. I'm not going to be like, hey, guys, it's <laughs> all fucking. Two, two or three have already started. You're like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm not going to be the weird one that's well, not. Well, they're going to jerk off, I'm going to jerk off. <laughs> what about a mix? You're the, you're the friend that they're a couple and they start masturbating themselves. One dude, one chick. And they're like, you can masturbate too if you want, Mikey. All right, you don't need yeah. to fucking twist my arm. <laughs> you can twist something else if you like. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, good to know. So you're down for that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no. But again, it depends like on the people, the situation, what's going on. Um, do you think there's a guy out there with an OnlyFans that has one fan? He's just like, you're, just my mom. Only, you're my only fan, mom. <laughs> mom, you always supported me. <laughs> You fucking, you keep jerking off. Keep going, son. You can do it. Fill that jar. Shoot that load. (laughs) Oh, your father and I are very proud of you. (laughs) Ooh. (coughs) Wrong pipe. (coughs) When the T's get low. Ooh. That's why you got to shake it. Oh, that's probably why you got to shake it. You can avoid that problem. Like a Polaroid picture. Shake it. Shake. It, yeah. Shake it. Ooh. Yes. This is what I sound like when I orgasm. All right. So fucking she goes through the training montage and it's like fucking she, badass and shit. Uh, she rolls back. She's ready to fucking go. And she's got all the fucking critters around her and the fucking music's playing. It's hard rocking music. Oh, yeah. Fucking, she is badass. She's ready to fucking go. She goes in. She starts flying. She zooms past the fucking machine, and the reading comes out. The tallies are in. 2.3. Oh. <laughs> oh. Heartbreaking. And they're proud of her. Yeah. Yeah, good for you, fucking Fluttershy. You went out and did it, and you came back and, and <clears throat> did a great job. Blah, blah, blah. And she's fucking done. That's the moment you talked about. Like, imagine if you... Yeah, we're flying at a two point three when everyone is at a ten. Actually, it's a two point or two point three, not two point five. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's just where she runs off again. And I like the point where Rainbow Dash is all broken, Fluttershy, telenovela again, right? And Spike's like, "Don't worry, Rainbow Dash, you still have enough to beat your pout, your fucking score or whatever." And I love this because Twilight just grabs Spike by the hand with her magic and yeah. just yanks him out of the frame. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when Rainbow Dash is all like fucking like yeah, but like is my friend okay? Yeah. Like I that was really great. Um so this is where we uh this is where we get fucking to it finally. They're uh they're there, they're all ready to go. The fucking Wonderbolt dude is there, the giant wind machine, they're gonna fucking uh, feed that water into that funnel. And they, what is it? I don't remember exactly what happens to real. Oh, uh, Spike comes up and shows Rainbow Dash. Oh, Thunder, uh, uh, Thunder Crotch is gone. And she's like, oh, fuck. Where's your brother? That was so random. Hey, what's your face? The little dick. Where's your brother? <laughs> like, hey, he, that is a child pony, Matt. <laughs> do you think children don't have little dicks? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> That's called entrapment. <laughs> I plead the fit. I think that also makes me look bad. Yeah. Let's move on. 
So uh, he tells me, well, it's super cute little voice. He's in the ho- he's got the the feather flu and he's in the hospital. Like, oh fuck! <laughs> uh, and then it turns out there's seven more. Yeah, with the fucking feather flu in the hospital. Um, so this must be some fucked up flu. It's fucking real, right? Uh, so they're they're out, they're gone, and and we gotta fucking do it anyway. So they get going, and this first attempt does not go well. They fucking get the tornado going, start getting the water up. Yeah. And then fucking break apart, scatter everywhere. Yeah. And they're going and they're trying. And Rainbow Dash is like, come on, we got to keep going. We need more power. And one of the ponies is like, Captain, I cannot do it. The Bolivian <laughs> crystals are breaking down. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Nailed it. Look at you. Um, <laughs> no, they crash. They fucking, they fall all over. Twilight's like, you got to give up. Yeah, you can't you gotta do stop. It. You can't, can't do, do it. it. If you do it again, you might kill everybody. Everyone will die. <laughs> and she's like, "No, everyone must die if we need to die." Right, right, Pegasi. And they're like, "Pegasi, do or die." And then they, yeah, yeah then the hoorah pony, the muscle man, yeah. And then they uh, get at it again. This time they maintain some control. Fluttershy rolls up. Oh, Twilight! I just wanted to come and give moral support. Because that's all I have to offer. Um, and then just Unless so, anybody's like looking at me. Yeah, don't look at me because I'm not good at performing moral support under pressure. So they're going again and finally the fan stabilizes at 795. They're just on the cusp. And again, the Wonderbolt could just jump in there. He could. She could. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time, the Wonder Bull is just sitting there watching yeah. us. Doesn't have any fucking lines until the very end. Yeah. But it's just sitting there watching everything unfold. Yep. Watch as all of these ponies crashed out of the fucking tornado. <laughs> and Twilight was like, if you do it again, everybody's going to die. And the Wonder Bull is just sitting there. Like, yep. They might die. Yep. I yep. suppose I could jump in and make sure that no one dies, but yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's beyond my prerogative. I, uh, a lot of paperwork there. I have to be, I have to be like the watchers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can observe. Unbiased. I can only observe. Um, fucking so. Twilight convinces Fluttershy, though. You got to do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for each other. Do it for Rainbow Dash. Do it for your OnlyFans. You know. And, and Fluttershy's like, okay, fine. She jumps in, and she just keeps talking to herself. Just hanging out. Just, just hanging. Just out. hanging out. It's just, just me and my screen. It's just me and my screen and that cool vibrator. Old Henry. That's what I call him. Probably. I don't know. Wise. I don't know. Right on. Well, that's just because that's the words that I said. Fair enough. That's what it is now. All right. All right. Okay. Then. This is the way. This is the way. So she jumps in and she has her little panic attack. She's like not going. And then she has like, oh, flutter shy, flutter shy. She can't fucking fly. And she's no. She breaks out of it because it, it matters now. Yeah. Big moment. And so she fucking no. And she starts going. She just pushes it. And they do it. They click up and they fucking do it. Finally, they hit 800 and the water goes flying up in a beautiful sperm-filled arc right into the Cloudsdale jar. sperm collector jar. Yep. And uh, Rainbow Dash gets caught up in it and goes over it too. And I thought that was jar. really funny, by the way, how it literally is just like they suck it up, they shoot it out in a giant fucking cup that yeah. they built at Cloud City. Do you think Cloudsville, like, I mean, Cloudsville. It, clouds, <laughs> Cloudsville must like, I mean, obviously it can float around. Do you think it's constantly floating or do you think it anchors at one point? 
I think it's constantly floating. I like to think that too for some reason. That seems fun. Yeah. Uh, so, so they do it. They all kind of land and yay! And Fluttershy's fucking stuck in a fucking <laughs> flying in a circle, unable to stop, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, because she just she is just way too caught up in it. Yeah, and then uh, she fucking did it. She stuck flying. They they're all there. Everyone starts to celebrate. The Wonderbolt chick is like, "Oh, good job, Rainbow Dash." She's like, "Don't give me a good job. Give Fluttershy a good job." Yeah, this was actually a really cool moment for Rainbow Dash because Rainbow Dash, usually in a moment like this, Rainbow Dash would be all like, holy shit, I wonder Bolt. But like, she's advanced. Like, it's really cool to see like the characters are like actually building and growing yeah. because she was very quick to be all like, oh no, the real fucking star of today is Fluttershy. Fluttershy yeah. saved all of our asses. Season, you have no idea. Season one, Rainbow Dash would be like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, me. Yeah. yeah thank me. Maybe I could be a Wonderbolt. I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> Let me join your team. I'm a part of the team. <laughs> so we have it. We celebration. They all go to leave. And for some reason, uh, Spike is prancing along in the front, playing a weird looking flute, doing a skip as they all leave. Um, and it, we just it, that's just not mentioned or explained or we just get to see that, um, which I think ultimately I'm happy about. Yeah, yeah, a little prancing Spike with his flute. I think it was good. Yeah, any chance you get to see Spike prance? It's a good day. Yeah, normally it's that waddle. But this time, yeah, that prance, baby. I don't like the waddle. The waddle seems like he's got a defeatist attitude. Yeah, but the prance seems like he's fucking. He's happy and yeah. joyful. That's that testosterone flowing. Yeah, yeah, it's that he man dragon attitude. That energy. That's right. Uh, so yeah, Fluttershy, Princess Celestia. Sometimes we suck at shit, but it's okay because you don't really suck at shit. You gotta, you gotta have a montage. Gotta have a montage. Montage. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, I think good episode. Not as like funny, jam packed, different pacing, but like it was a what's the word? A well contained kind of standalone episode about growth and yeah you know good message for kids yeah you know again i think it started slow but like yeah it like it really grew into a good uh it was like um it was like the where there will be blood almost where it's like there will be blood was like fucking two hours of just super boring movie and at, then at the end you have this fucking fantastic scene uh i've never seen that movie it don't you don't need to watch it. It's like okay. two hours of really boring movie, and then you have this really great scene where Daniel Day Lewis freaks out about a milkshake. Is that the part where the blood is? Yeah. Oh, okay. There will be blood. He found it. He found it. Oh, good. I was worried that it might be one of those movies where um, they talk about there will be blood, but then you actually see the blood, like they set it up for a sequel or something, and the sequel would just be called "Here's the Blood." Yeah. But I mean, as far as I know, there's no. Speaking sequel. of blood, dude, Scream Five is out on Paramount Plus right now. And I am once again just sucked right back into my obsession with these movies. Oh, is yeah. there a lot of uh, gang activity? Why? What? <laughs> Why gang? Why gang activity? Well, it's like those mummy movies. They always like got those crips, and the, 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 this there aren't any crips in the, the mummy. The blood. What do you think they call the place you keep the fucking mummy, dude? Oh, the crypt. <laughs> the crypts and the blood. 
Nice. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Not really. Yeah, that's good. I don't know why my mind went there. (laughs) So dumb. Uh, Anyways, uh, so the next episode we're going to watch. Wait, but you never said if you like Scream or not. If I like Scream? Yeah, do you like Scream? The movie series? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen the first one. That's it. You haven't seen any of the others? Did you like the first one? Probably not if you didn't watch any of the others. Um. I mean, I liked it. I saw it when it was like coming out when it came out and stuff, but I've never been a big horror movie guy. So that's fair. That's that's the general response to people who just don't like Scream. They're like, I don't really like horror movies. Yeah, that's just kind of the way I am. I'm just not a big horror guy. So I like horror movies. They're fun. Well, there you go. It's 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 fun to get scared every once in a while. Sure. It's it's kind of the same thing of like, uh oh, Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of the same thing where like I like history books and documentaries and stuff like that and you you don't like i could probably you there's probably some that you'd like but yeah, you're like, not like a history guy like in the way that i listen to them yeah like so. i i like i like i've listened to some stuff but it's like really specific things like yeah. you listen especially because like you listen to a lot of like really broad generalized and I have a hard time with broad generalized history because that's just too much fucking information. I don't know if I listen to broad general. I listen to a lot of specialized. Mm-hmm. It's like I've listened to deep dives on like Genghis Khan and the Mongols. Yeah, but you were always talking a- about that book about like fucking um, rebels history and renegade shit. history of the United States. Yeah, where yeah. it's like where it's like history books about the United States. That's like broad and generalized. That is a little bit broad because it covers a big time frame. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so, like, that's when it starts being, like, too much information. Yeah. I'm just, like, fucking, I can't do it that way. History's like that, though, because even the specialized stuff, if you get a good, like, a deep dive into it, a lot of times there's way more information that you would than you would get in a broad <laughs> broad book. So yeah. that can get fucking boring, too. And, it's always, and, the, and, like, it's always fucking dense. Yeah. It's always just so much information after information just fucking hit you, hit you, hit you. You don't get any good fucking passages about like here, Robert F. Kennedy fucking sat in the bloomage of the Cherry Hills at sunset. You know, you don't get any of that. It's like fucking Robert F. Kennedy went to Vietnam and he got super sick. And then this guy showed up and he was like, you're getting sick because of this. You know, it's like fucking just. There, I, it, you got to play that game, I think, because different histories do that. That's why I like Renegade History of the United States, because there's enough information that he does do a lot of that stuff in it. Where you get like paint a picture and kind of put yourself there. It's more about like trying to get you to feel what it would have been like if you were walking down the street and went to a pub in like colonial America mm. uh, rather than like George Washington invaded at this time. And then on this date, this happened. And then, you know, it's, it's different than that. Yeah. Um, and some history can be like, like I'm reading a book right now that I found called rabbi Jesus. And it's a, yeah, I know it's a book that this guy wrote about like what we actually know about the literal Jesus and like what theologians believe actually happened in some of those like general consensus stuff in some of the empty areas, but it's written kind of like more like a biography. Hmm. It's very interesting. Like he, uh, like a biography of Jesus kind of like the Bible. <laughs> That's not a biography. Have you read the Bible? <laughs> no, I have not yeah. read the fucking no, Bible. But it's like, like, so one of the things is uh, it talks about like his life and what it would, you get a really good picture about like what Nazareth 
was at that time compared to the areas around it, what the culture might've been like, what it would have felt like being there compared to other places. So like you get this big picture and then like what it was that took him to Jerusalem when he ran away from his parents and stuff, you know, like, um, in a way that feels like fiction. So it's like, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because you're writing it to be like fiction. Yeah. And it's, it's more of a, just, I find it interesting, especially history on that mythic level of like, what do we know? What don't we know? And he specifies yeah. what we don't uh, really know. But the Bible isn't a biography about Jesus. Like, isn't that what the New Testament is? Isn't the New Testament about like this is Jesus and like all the books of the of the apostles are like their um, encounters with Jesus? Yeah, but it just a, doesn't cover like th- like thirty three years. Yeah. So the thing about biographies is they cover the life of a person. Yeah. But like you <laughs> can skip, but it's, it's like a back half biography. <laughs> Something like that. The thing that you, they you lost the book, they lost the, the different half, like gospels and half. stuff. Some of them tell the same story, but with different details. Yeah. So like, it's all kind of, it's a little muddy, bro. That's what kingdom hearts birth by sleep is. Kingdom hearts birth it's by about S- Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and his heart is my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Dude, Sora is like an allegory for Jesus, for like the Holy Trinity, because he's oh, got sure. his heart, he's got Roxas in his heart, and he's got Ventus in his oh, heart. Oh, he's like the Holy Trinity. He's a Holy Trinity. <laughs> um, but no, that's what Birth by Sleep is. Is It's like fucking, um, you get three different characters going through the same story, but through different perspectives. And I thought hmm. that, was, that made the game really fun. So maybe I would enjoy reading the Bible. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird. I, it's, the problem that I have is because I, I treat it like a lot of the history stuff I read. I'm just like, I don't really read the Bible, but I read like, I like to listen and read what different like theologians or fucking people that like translate the Dead Sea Scrolls and stuff like, you know what I mean? There's different people yeah. that, that try and paint the historical picture rather than take the spiritual text itself and like... Claim meaning out of what it is because the the Bible with Jesus stuff is more about his teachings and what he was about. So like his life is mentioned in bits and pieces in it, but this is like this thing's like okay, well, we know this, we know this from the historical record, and this from the gospel, and we know this and this, and oh, so it's this likely is, this would have happened because of this. And this so is like Jesus propaganda. I don't know about that. I think a lot of Christians <laughs> hate this book. I was reading the reviews on Amazon. There's a lot of people who were like, if you're a Christian and you like Jesus, you should avoid this book because. <laughs> so but there's some that were like, I don't know. It's a very interesting concept and, and thought, you know, to break down this and that. Like, and I didn't mess with my religion or whatever. It's, uh, it's got very heated reviews yeah. <laughs> on it. So, you know, you know me. I'm like, okay, got to check this out. So. Anyways, not to talk, you know, as always here on They Might Be Bronies, we like to end with a nice conversation about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We hope everybody's prepared <laughs> next week as we begin our intros with a uh, prayer. Yeah, <laughs> actually, everyone knows their prayers, right? Yeah. What, what the hell, Mary? That I don't remember. I was Catholic for a while in my youth, and I don't remember the names of the prayer. What was the Our Father who are, what is that one called? The Lord's Prayer. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be, be thy name. name. Thy kingdom, kingdom come, come, thy will be done on earth, earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. Forgive know. us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not as a Our daily bread, that's Jesus' yeah. body, right? Damn, that thing is was drilled into me, man. Yeah.
I can remember it like it was a riddle. Like, <laughs> like yeah. one of those, like, Betty bought her, bought some butter, but she said that, but wow. Yeah, yeah, look at that. I think that, I don't know if that's the They name. might be brodies. <laughs> Our pony, who art in Equestria, hallowed <laughs> be thy maid. Equestria is heaven. Hallowed <laughs> be thy maid is really good. <laughs> the kingdom come into a jar. <laughs> Oh, I hope we don't have a bunch of Christians that are upset with us now. That might have been the thing, man. If that, that's We've never said line. anything quite that bad before. I don't know that that's a <laughs> lie, dude. I don't know that we're going to have anybody pop into the fucking Discord <laughs> like, you guys make too many Jesus jokes. I'm fucking <laughs> gone. There's got to be a pony Jesus, right? There's definitely in, a pony in, Jesus. Well, we don't know if there's pony Christianity. No, no, I, I'm pretty sure we had this conversation yeah, before. I think we had. I'm pretty sure they have pony Christian. There's pony Jesus. There's got to be. Yeah. Everyone's got one. Everybody's got a Everyone's pony. Everyone's got one. All right. Anyways. Who else would have died for their sins? Their pony sins. That's true. They'd still live with sin? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, no, we can't have that. <laughs> anyways, the next episode we're going to go sit and watch is uh, episode 23 of season two. It is called Ponyville Confidential. Thoughts, Mikey. Ponyville Confidential. That doesn't give you a I lot. think it's going to be a uh, crime drama. I was just saying, my, I, my went to like Private Eye too. Yeah. Because that kind of gives me those vibes. And it's gonna there's going to be like fucking sex and drugs and murder. Opening scene. Black and white. Pinkie Pie is wearing a cool hat. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the crime scene. Four murdered. Homicide. <laughs> Blood everywhere, but no gun. Bullet holes. It must be magic. Only one pony can solve this crime. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if it's anyone, it's Pinkie Pie. That's like. that's yeah. No, that's exactly what I think it's gonna be. Maybe uh, Rarity. She's got that like noir voice. You know. And then or maybe she'd be the interviewer. No, Rarity's the dame. Yeah, the Rarity's dame. Is the dame gonna, that comes to Pinkie Pie. Gee golly, gee golly, Dick. I want to come to you to help me out. I know my man didn't kill nobody. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. All right. Well, apparently we're in agreement. If it, It's got to be Ponyville Confidential. It's got to be some sort of crime investigation or something. Absolutely. I think we got that one in the back. Anyways, uh, let's do some very quick plugs. If you like the show, please give us a rating and review if you can. Join our Discord if you'd like. Come hang out with us. We always enjoy it. You can also email us at bronies.fattango.com. Uh, for whatever the fuck you want to email us for. Um, but do, do you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Matt Rodolfi. I also do a podcast with Blake Sweet Call Family Records, uh, where we drink whiskey and tell family stories. Mikey. Uh, check out at Fat Tango Productions on Instagram, which I never post to. Check out at Fat Tango Podcast on Twitter, which I never post to. Uh, the way you get into our Discord is you go to our fucking website. You can find a link to the website in the show description. And uh, check out Fat Tanger Presents, a show that we haven't posted to in like two months. Should we? We we'll, need, we'll post uh, something. Our website's kind of lame, but you know, it's it's not. It gets you to the it Discord. It looks sketchy, but we'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> we have merch. I don't know if anyone would want. I, I think we talked about that before, Bronies. I just can't imagine anyone wanting to walk around with like our art on a t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe we need some like inner joke. We need a shirt that just says a drop in the jar. Would you wear a shirt that says a drop in the jar? 
Yeah, probably. Or how about a shirt with a jar on it and a little figurine of Rainbow Dash in it? You, you know, you need what you, <laughs> that or you need you can do that. You could also have a jar with like something that looks like milk in it. Something that'll make people look at it and then look at you and then look at the jar and then look at you and be all like, that's not what I think it is. It's right? just, just a jar half full of the white liquid. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, dude, that's milk. It's like, OK. Because it doesn't look like milk. (laughs) It's milk, but it's a little yellow. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us for another week. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, We're about to go watch this next one, Ponyville Confidential. Um, Until next time. Peace. Late. Out. This has been a Fat Tango production.